0: Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more.
1: So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We
0: are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are so happy to have you here as we enter the season of fall work And we survive and we try to thrive. One or the other. Can't be both. Actually, you can be both. I feel like, yeah, it can be, right? We could could survive and work toward thriving, but we know that we don't have to always thrive. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today. For sure.
1: How are you? How are you?
0: (laughs) Jinx. Personal jinx. (laughs) um you said how are you right I said how are you
1: yeah yeah
0: we said it are you the same the first
1: how are you I'm good I'm good we're good we don't have fall work like all of you tillage folks so we're just we're on operation cleanup stuff everybody's blowing off equipment washing equipment Bart got a wild hair and started tearing down bins yesterday so I saw that it's like spring, spring cleaning in the fall
0: Yeah. And you know, we're not even doing fall work right now. Specifically, we did do a little bit of VT vertical tillage, but I know, and and there's a lot of gas going on right now, which is interesting because it's so warm. It's oddly warm. warm. And and typically you don't put on gas. I think Jordan told me that it's not until the ground temp is in that fifties, low fifties and is going to stay there or below because then that nitrogen really is able to hold in the soil until the next spring. Um, it's 75 today. I was just outside getting some sweet sunshine. So you say gas, is that anhydrous? Is that what you call anhydrous? Yeah. We would, we would also say anhydrous like gas anhydrous. Yep. Um, everybody's putting on anhydrous and some dry fertilizer as well. We have not done much of that. We have it all contracted and waiting in our tanks. We're just kind of hanging around Um, doing a bunch of other contract work for a local company. And so that's keeping us very, very busy. So while if we weren't doing contract work, I'm sure we'd be heavy in fall tillage work, but um, I think we're going to leave some in no till at least until the spring. We've got a few places that need a little love outside of just um, working it up and letting it, um, you know, where there's hills and stuff. It needs to stay as it is until next spring. So we'll see. I don't really know what Jordan's plan is. I know we're still busy. I know we haven't oh, him yet and Bart to not have been be talking busy about
1: him and Bart have been talking about No-Till.
0: Yeah, I still have that box to send you to, By the way. Oh yeah, that's okay. You guys, I'm I've... the worst at sending packages. I hate mailing things. I hate it. I hate it. Do you have you ever heard of Pirate Ship?
1: No. PirateShip.com. I never go into the post office now. I just use Pirate Ship. And it's well, actually cheaper than USPS. That's, and I'll look UPS. it up.
0: Because I use USPS, like, I don't ever go in either. I have a scale and like I mail it all myself. But it's just the act of, I think honestly, it has a little bit to do with my ADD. And it's such a, just a tiny task that I just put it off. I'd much rather be doing other things. It's like laundry or. Right. Right. I mean, even today, I found myself, I have a list of people to invoice for makeup and some um, partnership work and this and that, edit the podcast, things like that. And I'm like, yes, Rowan, I will help you fix that toy. Okay, let's look up something random on Google. Like, I just don't want to do it. (laughs) And my brain doesn't allow me to do it, I don't think. Can you imagine if you didn't make
1: to-do lists, though? If I don't make a to-do list, I will 110% forget
0: it oh, 100%. And I just made a list for the grocery store for the first time in months because I usually just go in to our local store and get what I need for the next few days. Last week I was in there three times. Kylie. Or walk around and just grab random stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and unhealthy things. Yeah, get your life together.
1: (sighs) Get it together.
0: You know, one of my favorite things to have from the grocery store from, like, It's really, we get it from Ace Hardware, which is right beside our grocery store, is a Scrub Daddy. Our Scrub Daddy is in bad shape. Do you guys use those? They were on Shark Tank.
1: I watched that a couple years ago.
0: Yeah, they're awesome. It's a scrubby thing and you can put like your spoon in the mouth to get it out. It's cute Mm -hmm. and works really well. And our Scrub Daddy's mouth was like hanging real low because all the buoyancy (laughs) of the sponge had gone away. So we just threw it away. Tighten up that Scrub Daddy. That's on my list of things to get. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, fall is in full effect.
1: Leaves oh, are dropping. Pine needles are on the ground. Except we don't have the fall weather yet either. It's been hot. No. I
0: I love fall and I am very, very ready for sweaters and cold. Sweater weather. Sweater weather.
1: I love yeah, sweater so weather.
0: It's my- I know you and I are both done with harvest. We talked about that last yeah. time. Um, but there's still a ton of people out there. I see that they're still harvesting and I'm like, oh, like the, the, their normal is to harvest until Thanksgiving. Yeah, for real. There's been years that we've been harvesting on Thanksgiving. It's been a very long time since we've done that. Um, I don't think ever since I've been married to Jordan, our goal is always Halloween. And maybe that's like a size thing. I don't know. Like maybe it's an, a number of acres, maybe it's just an equipment capability, There's got to be a hang up.
1: You plant so much much earlier than us too.
0: We do. I don't know. Um, It's not a bad thing. It's just, I feel for those women who are like started harvest at the same time that we did and they're still making field meals and they're still on solo parenting duty and they're still living that life. And I'm just I want to just reach out and give every one of you that's still in that situation a big old hug. A big old hug. And you need it. You need it. They say you need eight hugs a day. I saw this on Instagram. So, like, take this really? for what it's worth. There's no fact behind it. To feel just your bare minimum of love, your body needs eight hugs a day. I told Jordan that. So, before he leaves for work, he gives me like four and he's like halfway there. <laughs> I bet Rowdy hugs me eight times a day. I might be good. I think so too. I think kids definitely count. It's not just spousal love, but imagine those people, especially older people who just don't get that physical touch. Oh my gosh. Us mm, other sad. than our kids who don't get physical touch from spouses during a very long period of time. And I'm not talking like sexual I'm talking like <laughs> just, just like, just a hug, just a hug. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Bart's very touchy. Like he'll always have his hand on my back or like if we're sitting by each other on my leg, like not again, not sexual. (laughs) And someone the other day was like, you're going to get her pregnant again. I'm like, what do you not as husband and wife like touch? Like
0: if he's sitting on the chair beside me, I put
1: put my arm under his arm.
0: It's like 50-50 for us. Jordan is very much the touchy feeler out of our family. I am like personal space. Please back away from me. But Jordan also really likes to talk in my face. And that, ooh. Is it's, I can't. <laughs> Jordan comes home 30, 6 o'clock at night. And he's like, you know what happened today? And he's like, six inches from my face. I said, bro, I can't even focus. My eyes are my eyes can't even focus on you. Plus, I don't want to smell your breath. Back up. I have been with our kids all day. Like, go away. <laughs> I can hear you. My Rowan's ears were fine. Rowan's already
1: been in my bubble. Now you're in it. Right.
0: And I say that lightly, like I still love him and I love that he is the way he is, but his, his love language is very much physical touch. And mine on the other hand is not even remotely anything like that. But speaking of that, I have to actually know, I know that that's his love language. So I have to force myself to be lovey, touchy feely.
1: How kind of you to go ahead and lean into that.
0: Thank you. It's hard for me. I get it. So, so, what are, what are you if you could about? give if you could give listeners who are some of us are done, and if you're done, go you, girl. I hope you have your husband back. I hope it's not fall season, fall work season. I hope you're done with that, um, or I hope the weather turns off to where they're forced to be done, and you get your spouse back. If you're not, and you are still experiencing the out, long hours of fall work, harvest, all of those things until we get that really hard freeze or the weather just turns to crap, what would be your top tip, Whitney, for these women?
1: To to just make it through, push through. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, sorry. That yeah. Was yeah, yeah. That
0: was sorry. So I was like, okay, very simple, very direct answer. Huh. Um, yeah, just like what would be your top tip for like then foreseeable future until they're done to just to get them through?
1: I've talked to a lot of ladies in the last week or two because I have mentioned that I feel like I'm thriving, but I also went through a period of just surviving when we were in the NICU. And so I feel like to get myself out of that funk, I really had to lean into being grateful for so many things, which sounds so cliche, but I'm not kidding that when I left the NICU and I saw there was other babies and moms still in there, like crying beside their beds, it's like, I know I can't, I can't not be grateful that I'm leaving here. And so I just think Mm -hmm. finding the littlest things to be grateful for. And, and it, it sounds so cliche to say it, but, but I really think that if you lean into that, then it makes it just a touch easier.
0: Oh, I think wherever you can find gratefulness, I would agree is always going to be life giving for your mental health in also just changing your out of outward attitude toward others because there's so many times that we can get in our own heads and we wake up having a bad day. And until we mm-hmm. can recognize that and like call a spade a spade, like see that it's a mindset issue, it's a circumstantial it issue, is. whatever that may be, we always say, you know, live in the suck until it's over and then move on or whatever that looks like, like don't unpack your suitcase while you're in that bad place. But I do think there's a place of, We try to make every day amazing and that's just not realistic. Like we will never have an amazing without the really shitty parts of the day, period. Or you
1: have to go go through portions of your life, just surviving to get to
0: thriving. Like we can't just thrive all the time. That's not realistic. Uh -uh. So I think, I think gratefulness is a great starting point. Even if it's teeny, teeny, tiny things like um, I'm reading, still, still reading throne of glass, um, I'm tandem reading a couple of books. So, you know, that's not daunting at all to just open up a 2000 page set of two books. Talk about ADD reading two books at once. That's impressive <laughs> book. it It's really good. It's two separate stories happening at the same time. So it's actually just like a normal book that has 2000 pages at once is very daunting. I'm not going to lie.
1: Man, I was into reading for a while and I just fell out of it. There was a point to that oh, yeah. story though. What was it? What were you we talking about? You were tandem reading two books.
0: I know, but there was a point in the book that I was going to make a, make a point. Okay. It's irrelevant. Oh. Move on. Move on. <laughs> um, Move along, little doggy. Bring it back, brain. Gosh, dang it. Uh, <laughs> so just talking about surviving versus thriving. We know that there's no positives without negatives. There's no good without bad. There's no thriving without just simply surviving for some periods of time. And so if you're in that season, understand that it is just a season. We talk about this all the time. I feel like it's very repetitive, but also it's something we need to hear regularly. But because how easy can we slip into this? It's only me. This is only a me oh. problem of oh, issue. Yeah. It's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle
1: that if you don't constantly remind yourself, it's the same as, like you said, waking up and you're already in a bad mindset. If you constantly don't work on that. You're just going to be in that unpacked suitcase of shit moments and crappy days.
0: Yeah. And I think recognizing that you're having a bad day or a bad moment, it gives you the permission mentally, emotionally, physically to say, okay, let's reset or let's just get this day over with so that we can start again. Um, Maybe it's a momentary reset or maybe it's a day end of day reset, but we do, the sun will rise every single day. It will. The question is: Is how are we going to handle the days that we are given? Because there's so few, right?
1: And I don't, I don't want people to hop on here and be like, "Oh my gosh, they, they have it all together. They're not struggling at all." <gasps> That's not true. At all. That's not, not true. In the slightest sense, it's just something that we have to remind ourselves of too. Because, like I said, those twelve days in NICU, your girl was not thriving even a touch. So. To, to sit here and say, like, I'm thriving now, I'm thriving right now. I mean, in a week, I could be in survival mode again. It's, it's just periods of life that you go through that you have to, you have to take the good with the bad.
0: Yeah. And I actually think that the self-awareness portion that I'm talking about, that I'm like, yeah, everybody should be aware of if they're having a bad day or not, or, and come out of it. That's taken me two years Right to get a good handle on, like I was not sir I was not thriving for the last two years. I've had moments of thriving in there, but for the majority, there was a lot more survival than there was stri- th- thrival. <laughs> That's not even a word. Thrival. Um,
1: <laughs> thrival.
0: I, there's a Sounds lot like more a surviving.
1: That,
0: but... <laughs> Put it in my water. The thrival. Yeah. <laughs> Wish we could meant that. Um, okay, I found a saying. That was just, it, it, it was on Pinterest, if I'm being honest. It's not anything original. No original thoughts here today. But um, it says, the habits that you created to survive will no longer serve you when it's time to thrive. Get out of survival modes, new habits, new life. I think that's like a 50-50 yes and no, now that I'm reading through it again, because I'm like, okay, some of those survival habits are really necessary to just get by, but mm-hmm. In order to change, in order to thrive, we do have to create new habits and understand that the same old, same old, or what we were having to do in the the harder season is not necessarily your, like, base minimum.
1: Right. Or it it is
0: the base minimum.
1: And I feel like the survival time periods is when God is really testing you. Oh, yeah. In your faith. In your faith and, like, giving – and it's, like, testing your character even.
0: Challenge, and the you, devil challenge you in, in opposite in, in opposition of that, the devil is the one tempting you. Oh, of course. And and we
1: all know from Adam and Eve that obviously the devil, Satan is easy to it's always the feel good option, usually. It's not the uncomfortable thing that you're actually supposed to be leaning into. So I found a thing on Pinterest as well. Like we're really original today.
0: Original.
1: It says, remember, God is using all of your experiences, both good and bad, to develop the character to match your calling. And I think that sits exactly with what we're talking about.
0: Yep. Um, Maybe your survival mode right now, maybe God is calling you to just bare minimum, take care of you, take care of your family. Mm -hmm. Nothing more. Nothing extra. That's okay for right now. And lean into it. And I'm the first person who, I mean, I'm just now really getting a grip on this. I'm working through all of this right now myself. I want to go. I want to do. I want to do bigger. I want to be better. I want to work hard. I have tied myself up, my worth so much up in like what I'm doing for others. And I'm just now trying to imagine. My business coach just told me she is very faith-based as well as I am working to get more into every single day. And she said, God uses us. Imagine that we're a conduit. And God is like the only purpose that we have here on this earth is God's purpose. And we are actually just doing his will through our bodies, right? It's not what we want necessarily. It's not what we thrive or not thrive, wrong word. Um, it's not what we always desire. It's what his desires are for us. And there's a really hard, I occasionally have a hard time figuring out his desires versus my own. <laughs> if I'm being well, super cheap well, it is to a certain same, extent, same, but, but our heart 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 heart. Heart. well, yeah, yeah. The words are, but like your gifts, like what are the gifts God gave me to share right. with others? And those are questions that I have to deal with often. So that's where I'm currently at in my th- thriving versus surviving. Um, I would say I'm thriving right now. You are or not? I am. You are. So yeah, just like
1: I, that, like, I mean, not even a month ago, I was surviving. So to sit here and think that, that in a week I couldn't be in survival mode again is very just that's not realistic. So if you are surviving, which I've talked to a lot of women that are, I don't want to say just surviving because surviving sometimes is is what's getting you through the day. So if you're surviving, it's okay. And if you're thriving, I'm happy for you. Genuinely. Me too.
0: Me too. Sometimes
1: it takes a shitty few days to get back to thriving or get to even thriving. Or weeks or months or a year. I mean, it or could take
0: forever. Years. Yeah, but again, we only get this one life. And uh, we only get this one season with our kids and our husband. Like, it will repeat again next year, but it'll be different. Yep. So make make of it what you can. Um, I had a message before we hop off of here just recently, and it was a, a pretty long message. Uh, and I don't want to share too much of it, but the question genuinely was like, how do I love this? How do I love this season specifically, but like this life that she's a, a farm wife also, like how how can my mindset get to where I love it? And I had a really wise farm wife who is quite a bit older. Her kids are just a little bit younger than me in the studio one day. And she said at year nine, after like lots of, um, Oh, resentment, lots of negativity, Mm -hmm. lots of anger, lots of really fearful emotions. She said at year nine, I decided I either need to get in or I needed to get out. And unlike other marriages, which have to have their own, they have their own problems outside of agriculture. Like they have their own issues. They have their own pros and cons, but there is no comparison to a relationship of a farm wife and a farmer or an ag ish based like couple. Mm-mm. You have to go through a lot more, a lot different. I don't want to say more, a lot different trials and tribulations. And so you just you you either got to buy in or you got to buy out. That doesn't mean you can't set boundaries and have um, agreements and understand and open communication with your spouse of your needs and your wants. I'm not saying that you bow down and say like, okay, I'm just gonna live in the suck every fall. Not necessarily, yeah. but. Mentally, you either get in or you get out. Would you agree? Yeah.
1: And I truly, when you were saying that, if social media would have been as relevant as it is right now for me 12 years ago when we got married, I think I truly would have struggled maybe more seeing all the women do all the things, you know? So I think I had to go through my own several years of just surviving and resenting the hell out of this farm. To get to thriving and loving it. So if you're a new farm wife and you just started listening to us and you're like, holy crap, how are they doing this? Why, why do they love it? We had to go through the suck to get we had to get
0: in. And that was we that was our choice. It, yeah. Right. It was it was buy in or buy out. I mean, it was, it was, it was live in a shitty ass mindset for weeks on end don't get me wrong. We still do that. Whitney and I are like the first ones to text each other and be like effing Bart, effing Jordan. I'm just kidding. Boys don't (laughs) listen to this. Um, not, not often do we talk bad about our spouses. I'm totally kidding, but we might be like harvest is still going on. Uh, you know, right. Crappy moments happen to us. Like we're not, we are not exempt from stuff like that, but also, We just have the self awareness to know that it's a moment, and that there is a lot of beauty and a lot of good things, and a lot of things to be grateful for in that hard. And I've never ever. But it took us
1: years. Years took us years to get there.
0: I've never once been through a hard season and thought to myself, "Why would? Why did I go through that?" Yeah, you might think it while you're in it, but afterwards, it's hindsight is always twenty twenty. And like I've never once thought why was I tested in that way? No, yeah, because hard, I can't. Have-
1: hard does not equal bad. I will never forget Caitlin Henderson saying that I yeah. cultivating courage that has stuck with me. And it's like those hard, hard. seasons, they suck, right? They aren't mm. fun. You question a lot of things, but they're not bad either because you usually grow and something good usually comes out of it, even if it's not the thing you were praying for. It might be an unanswered prayer from years ago. You just never know, but there is a blessing that comes from each hard season. Talk today. Mike dropped. <laughs> okay, do you Are have you, any other Hey, I have a quote, oh, quote today.
0: Okay, I good. I was just like, I was about ready to let's find something.
1: Life wasn't intended for you to muscle through. Survival mode is necessary for certain portions of your life, it's not supposed to be your normal.
0: Love that one. Love that one. Me too. If you guys are just surviving, we are here for you. If you are thriving, man, we are also here for you and just super applauding that situation that you're in. Happy. Yeah, we're happy for you. Okay. Later. See ya. We
1: sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru
0: and at KylieEpperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be
1: good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.